You know, a lot of people are apprehensive about prophetic worship. They're, they're not at peace. They have tension. And uh, so today we're going to talk about three easy expectations that will help you lead prophetic worship with peace. Let's get started. Welcome to the Prophetic Worship Leader Podcast, the podcast that takes the uncertainty out of leading prophetic worship so you can have confidence to let the voice of the Lord flow through music. I'm Dean Mitchum, your host, and I'm so thankful that you joined me. Before we get started, please remember to subscribe to our podcast on all the platforms that are available, like us on Facebook, and you can as well support us on Patreon to help with what we're doing. We appreciate everything. Here we go. All right, three easy expectations that will help you lead prophetic worship with peace. You know, expectations are the ways that we look at things, the way we approach it, uh, what we have in our mind. And if we can kind of bring ourselves to clarity, it will help us, you know, as we approach, you know, a prophetic service. We know it has spontaneity. We know it has the voice of the Lord. We know it has prophetic singing and playing. But can we approach it in a way that makes it easier, easier for us and have more peace. So we're not worried. We can turn apprehension into peace. We can turn tension into trust and allow the Lord to flow through us and trust him over the whole situation. Well, the first one is expect to use your song list as a springboard and not a regiment. All right. Now, when it comes to expectation, Colossians 1, 26 through 29 says that Christ is embedded within us, a treasure chest of hope with an expectation of God's glory. And so when we expect God's glory to come, we have a great outlook on praise and worship. So we're going to turn that into practical expectation, starting with number one, as we mentioned, expect to use your song list as a springboard and not a regiment. If you push through your song list, then you actually push out opportunity. So having a song list that we have room to breathe, We may have more songs on the list than we need, or we may have what we need and have to eliminate something. But what we look at is the way that we use our songs as a springboard for the voice of the Lord. Will there be a prophetic song between each uh, song or prophetic? Maybe not. But are we expecting that to happen? Yes, we are. So here's the thing. I've led present worship where I've done every song on my list and I knew they were great songs and they would work as a flow. And they did. But there were times when I felt unfulfilled. I felt like I left something on the table and I wasn't quite sure what it was. Well, we come to discover that, you know, we weren't given opportunity for our songs to be a springboard. For example, if our song is telling us to trust in the Lord and have faith, let's have a moment of faith. Let's have a moment of hearing, you know, from God. If we're saying God speaks to us, let's have a moment of letting the anointing of that song, you know, take place in a service. We're building momentum because we want God to respond to us during praise and worship. That's what prophetic worship is, giving room for the God we worship to respond to us. So your list you can use as a plan, as a guide, and as a flow. But we want to make sure that there's room between those songs. So how can we do that? We can make sure that we listen to the Spirit, that we listen to the voice of God, that as we approach each song's ending, we are looking to our pastors. We are looking to uh, the, the Lord. We are listening by the Spirit for what God wants to do at that moment. 
And then we can decide if we're going to launch into a prophetic song or launch to the next song. But the point is to use your song list as a springboard and not a regiment. Have peace that you don't have to finish every song on your list. And the best way to approach this is that the, before the end of every song, you're looking, you're listening, and then you decide which way you're going to go. And, but this has to take place as you're practicing your songs, you know how they go, and you're making room for that to come in between. All right, so we're talking about three easy expectations that will help you lead prophetic worship in peace. Number two is expect spontaneity, not chaos. Now, Ephesians 5, 18, 19 says to you know, not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit, singing to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And what we understand is there are going to be times where we have spiritual songs that are spontaneous that are not written beforehand, but we are expecting it to take place. So chaos happens when a team is not trained or when they're not prepared to flow together. Now, I've had times over the years where I would start a prophetic song and by the end of it, I'm, my band's not following me. Uh, why? Because I was too chaotic. I did not train them how to follow me in a prophetic song. So what I was hoping to be spontaneous turned into chaos or and they they would, you know, fall out because they didn't know. So what did we do? You know, you have to come up with a plan that uh, eliminates the chaos and the chaos truly is eliminated when you have a plan for spontaneity, a plan for spontaneity. And one way to do that is to have hand signals for prophetic flow. Previously, I mentioned that before the end of the song, you need to have be ready for how you're going to go and be listening. And so when I sense that there's a time of prophetic flow coming, uh, I will hold up a hand signal that shows the worship team prepare for prophetic flow. And one of the things that we do is we try to play the chord progression for the last section of the song. For example, if I have a G and then I have a D and E minor, uh, and then we will continue that chord progression. Also works well when I have the pastors stepping forward to the prophetic word or someone from the congregation prophesying. I throw up that hand signal that there is something happening so that we're not chaotic. All right. Also, this works well if you have a music director speaking into a microphone, excuse me, a microphone that allows the musicians and band members to hear in their inner monitors. Uh, so through hand signals or through a, a, a music director's mic, you can plan for spontaneity and eliminate the chaos. And spontaneity flows well when you expect it. So setting up a plan of how it flows makes spontaneity easy to handle. It gives you peace. And you know that we can flow in different ways. Now, a lot of times I've been by myself. I don't have to call out the chords. I can be inspiration because I'm playing for myself to sing a prophetic song. But if I'm playing for someone else to sing a prophetic song, I need to hear the melody. And if I have a band following me, I also need to have a plan that they can follow as well. Once again, you can do hand signals. You can do music director's mic. But plan for spontaneity. Okay. And again, remember to do this. Uh, before the end of the song, you are thinking about what's happening next. Because we are prophetic people, because we have an expectancy of spontaneity, we can, you know, prepare before the song is ended which way we want to flow, whether we're going to look, listen, linger in the moment, or launch into the next song. We're prepared for that spontaneity. And by the way, if you have never experienced prophetic praise and worship before, if you 
or put it this way, if you've never led prophetic worship before and you're ready to get started in this, I have a great resource for you. It's called Five Scriptures to Kickstart Your Prophetic Worship Journey. And you can get that at DeanMitchum.com. Plus, we'll have the links in the show notes for you. Uh, and that's at DeanMitchum.com. So if you are also in a place where you want to take your prophetic worship leading to the next level and you believe God is calling you to have a part in the next worship movement, I have a great course for you. It's called the Prophetic Psalmist Master Class. And that's 20 sessions that will help you fulfill your role in the next great worship movement or in this next reformation that we're lo- looking at and hearing about. And you can locate that at movementwriters.com. We believe we're writing songs that are going to move the church forward. Again, I'll have that link in the show notes for you. Well, we're talking about three easy expectations that'll help you lead prophetic worship with peace. And the first one we covered is expect to use your song as a springboard and not a regiment. And the second one was to expect spontaneity, but not chaos. And now the third one is this, expect redirection, but not derailment. Okay. Prophetic worship is like a journey and we want to arrive where God wants us. We want to worship God almighty. We want him to rule through our worship and we want to hear what he has to say. I want to be able to experience that and minister to the congregation in the proper way. But derailment can happen when you get off track and when you lose sight of what God's doing. So, you know, sometimes we look back and, and on a prophetic worship service, I've had five songs on a plan uh, at different times. And I look back the way God moved and we never got past the first song as far as the next four songs goes. Uh, we begin to happen. God does something. We respond to that. We end up playing the same, <laughs> we call it the same song for the next 30, 40 minutes. Of course, it's variation of input, prophetic response, uh, different singing and playing, but kind of never got past the uh, first song. We, we have a, a saying or a laughter around here that whatever the last song is never gets used. Um, but I mean, that's not totally true, but it's kind of funny experience. And, uh, so we want to be mindful of that, that a pastor can come up and redirect a service because the anointing is flow. Revelation comes and they sense God wants to go a different direction. So we can expect that redirection without derailment. What does derailment mean? Derailment mean, means when we crash and go off and we get upset or that we get frustrated that we didn't get to the place that we thought we should have, but God got where he wanted to go. So take out that tension, take out that apprehension of having to always get through every song, but allow God and the Holy Spirit through your leaders, through you, through elders to direct that service to where it needs to go. You know, and another point is I laughed about not finishing every song, but here's something that always have a great song to finish your service with. Um, and that's a song of uh, exaltation, uh, praise. And one song that we always use is great. Are you Lord? Uh, especially the bridge. Sometimes we'll do just the bridge and all the earth, you know, will sh- shout your praise. And, uh, that part of the song that we do, it's a great way to have a great song in the quiver on how you can use the service. And always remember to prepare before the song is ended of what you want to gonna what you're going to do next. Now for our last song, we always move into altar ministry. Uh, and so I know that my last song is going to be a background song as well as a conclusion song. So remember it's the presence and the will of God for this service is what we're really after. So let's summarize what we talked about today. And that is three easy expectations 
that will help you lead prophetic worship in peace. We're going to turn our apprehension into peace and our tension into trust. And that is number one, use your song list as a springboard and not a regiment. Number two is expect spontaneity, not chaos. And number three, expect redirection, not derailment. So what's the main point here? If I know ahead of time what to expect, I'm better prepared to respond rightly. So I can enter with peace and excitement and the expectation that God is going to respond during service. And if I have clarity, I have confidence. Now, here's the action item I want to give you. The next time you're going to lead prophetic worship, and all this has to flow with a prophetic church, a pastor that believes in prophetic worship and gives you room. Okay, and so you're subjecting all of this to your leadership and things improper. So the next time you lead worship and prepare for prophetic worship service, take this list of items and and paste it or sticky pad, sticky note it to your uh, mic stand, your iPad, your music stand, or write it on your iPad somehow that you're going to expect to use your song as a springboard. You're going to expect spontaneity and you're going to expect redirection. Put that note out there. Put yourself at peace so that you can lead worship, prophetic worship at peace and confidence. Because when I focus on God, all right, beyond being prophetic, beyond my song, that's when I focus on God, then my ministry is pure and my prophetic ministry is pure. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Prophetic Worship Leader podcast. Our goal, again, is to take the uncertainty and turn it into confidence so you can use the gift God has given you and you can minister prophetically the heart and mind of God through music. Remember to follow us uh, on Facebook and subscribe to our podcast. We appreciate it very much. And check us out on Patreon. Have a great day and we'll see you and talk to you next week.